Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another live recording of the Managing Partners Podcast. My name is Kevin Daisy, and I'll be your host, also the founder of Array Digital. We help law firms crush it online with digital marketing. Today, I got an awesome guest coming out of Atlanta, Georgia, James Grant. Welcome to the show. What's going on, Kevin? I'm super stoked to be on your podcast and hoping to have a good time. Well, you're going to because that's what we do here. So welcome to the show. Uh, Excited to have you on. We had a a real nice little conversation behind the scenes, uh, which is always, you know, one of my favorite things to do while getting to do this show. So getting to have that small talk, learn about each other and just part of having fun on this podcast. So, so James, obviously you're in Georgia. Your firm is Georgia Trial Attorneys. And right below everyone, if you're tuning in, his website address is right below. Uh, it's 8334thewin.com. If you're listening on audio, it's 8334thewin.com. And check out the website. Obviously, we want attorneys on this show listening to connect with one another. Maybe there's some referral opportunities. Maybe there's some learning opportunities. Maybe you see something on his site that he's doing well his personal branding. You should definitely check out. We're going to be talking about a lot of this stuff in the episode today, but check him out, reach out to him. At the end, he'll share a little bit more information on how you can directly connect with him. And of course, always reach out to me, LinkedIn, by email, if you're on our newsletter, and just say, hey, can I get his information? I'll, I'll send it over to you. I mean, so Jerry Pigeon's work as well. I mean, how, however you want to do it, you know, we'll, we'll make it happen, right? Area Pigeon, you know, Telegram, you know, you name it. Pony Express. <laughs> So James, let's start off with getting to know you. And you know, my first question is always, tell me about yourself, your story. How did you or why did you become an attorney? So the simple version is I help other personal injury lawyers make more money faster and with less stress by serving as their outsourced litigation department. That's the quick and easy way of telling what I do. But as far as who I am, you know, there's a whole lot more to that story. And you know, how I got started in law, I don't know. It just kind of happened because if we go way, way back to undergrad, I went to Georgia Tech and I was a civil engineering major. And all of a sudden, a few years later, I'm running a law firm. So it's been a crazy story from, you know, beginning to here. But, you know, life takes twists and turns and sometimes you just got to roll with it. And it's worked out for me so far. But, yeah, it's, it's taken a few interesting turns because people are like, why'd you go from engineering to law? And, you know, there's a lot there. Well, I'm going to add something to that real quick. But I want to focus the show on you, of course. But um, so Array Digital, my company, and I have a partner as well. And we're about 25 folks. Um, but my partner went to Virginia Tech and he was a civil engineer. And well, now you know, not marketing. everybody's perfect. I mean, I mean <laughs> we, we, we are the best at Georgia Tech when it comes to engineering. I can't say oh, that. Come on. But, <laughs> well, anyway, so he was a civil engineer and now owns a marketing company with me and has for a long time. I went into engineering for like CAD and I was kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. And then I went to work at a civil engineering firm. So I worked at a civil engineering firm before I started my marketing company uh, years ago, back in 2006. So me and my partner both were in civil engineering. (laughs) We're just going to have to start a new podcast and call it the three musketeers and just, you know, (laughs) we're going to make this work. And we can invite other civil engineers on that are not civil engineers anymore. Exactly. Stay tuned for the the new (laughs) podcast coming out. (laughs) Well, so James, tell me, all right, so you're in Atlanta, you help other trial attorneys. Tell me more about the firm. Like, what is your focus? You know, what are you guys all about? So 
when we got into, you know, starting a business, most attorneys have no clue what they're doing. I was a prime example. And when we adopted a business coach, brought them in and started figuring out that, oh, you can run a law firm just like a business, blew our minds. But then as you start taking on, you know, the mindset of an entrepreneur, you realize that you can't really dabble in everything. You have to be an expert in, in something. Yes. And, you know, my business partner and I, Mark, we both very much like the personal injury field. We're very good at it. We enjoy it. We are, we have the ability to help a lot of people. We hate what insurance companies do and what they stand for. So, you know, it was just a great fit for us and our personalities and what we wanted to do with life. So we're like, great, I can, you know, take a pitching wedge and hit 13 other law firms from my house that do personal injury. Like there's no shortage of personal injury attorneys in the Atlanta area. So we're like, okay, well, we're in this field, but how do we differentiate ourselves? How do we, you know, create a unique value proposition or something to set us apart? And that's when we realized that, you know, everybody is, or not everybody, but a lot of attorneys that are in the personal injury field are very good at the hustle market sell. You know, they have a, a great advertising and sales campaign set up to where, you know, they've got a good uh, glide path. They've got a good pipeline. They're able to get cases. Getting cases is generally not the problem for a lot of personal injury attorneys because they have a network. You know, they have several avenues, where, whether it's ads, whether it's referral marketing, there's you know, back-end marketing, front-end marketing. There's a ton of different things they can do. But the same team that you run your pre-litigation firm with probably should not be the same team that you run your litigation firm because it's effectively two different everythings and <laughs> kind of like football and baseball. You know, you, you can't take the Atlanta Braves and go play the Atlanta Falcons and you can't take the Falcons, you go play the Braves. Like it's two entirely <laughs> different skill sets. So we realized that, well, what if we are become being in the business of helping other personal injury lawyers with their firm? Because most cases settle pre-litigation and the margins are very good but there are some cases that need litigation and yeah. we can take away the overhead the cost everything that's associated with running a litigation department and give them more money and more time and more freedom to put back into their marketing machine we're all going to do better together their clients are going to do better their cases are going to do better their firm is going to do better everything's going to be better from a personal professional financial standpoint so that's where we've really just kind of narrowed in and said, yeah, we want to be the go-to one-stop shop for outsourced litigation to help those other personal injury attorneys that are out there. That's awesome. So I love that. I'm not a personal injury attorney, but I obviously know a lot of them. I have a lot of clients that are personal injury attorneys. I've had a lot on the show, but um, yeah, they're, most firms don't litigate or they stay clear of it pretty much or they don't have a really good process for handling it, or they can't afford it. So they either outsource it or refer it, typically probably just referring it, but and so there's the firms that are trial firms make it very clear that they are trial attorneys and they walk around prideful about that. But there's definitely not as many out there that have that skill set. And even within the community, because there, there are a few, there's not a lot that want to do this because it is harder and it is more difficult. But generally when there's those areas, that's where the biggest market share is. So that's why we went there. Yeah, and we it. realized that, you know, there's also a credibility issue that's at stake, and at least in my opinion. You know, if I'm in the business of saying that I want to help other law firm owners and I, I want them to do better, well, yeah. I have to take a step back and look at my own marketing plan, my business plan, and say, you know, what am I doing to get cases as well? Because if I'm saying, hey, on one hand, I want to help you as a law firm owner 
to do better with your litigation department by taking that away and giving more money back. But at the same time, taking some of those profits and throwing it into pre-litigation marketing and then now competing against those same people for those organic personal injury cases. I think that's an issue. So what we've decided is with our firm, we're not doing ads. You're not gonna see us spend any money on Google ads, Facebook ads, digital ads. We're not gonna do that because if I'm truly in the business of helping other law firm owners, I'm only going to be marketing our litigation services. I'm not going to be marketing to the pre-lit clients because then I'm your competition. I can't help you. <clears> then you're, you're double dipping. <laughs> so that, that's where we're like, you know what? That's going to be our unique value proposition that we offer. We're truly going to help you because we're not going to be your competition. Interesting. I mean, that, that's one of those things that you need to clearly put a stake in the ground and, and be transparent about it. And yeah. it sounds like you've done that, which is great. Now, there's a lot of the situations in business where it's kind of like, eh, you know, and it sounds like we got, we got to make a, a very clear decision here and we got to make it you know, clear that this is the way we're doing things. So that's well, awesome. I mean, that. Yeah. Like what, once you do that, it link brings clarity to the situation because now I know what my responsibility and what my lane is. Everyone else knows. And there's a clear line of when I cross. So everyone can say, Hey, you messed this up. You, you didn't uphold your end of the bargain. You said you were going to do this, but you did that. So it's, you know, it's not fuzzy. It's very objective. And when it comes yeah. to business, you have to deal in the land of objectivity as opposed to subjective stuff. So. I totally agree. Yeah. So I love that. So I don't think I've ever had anyone on the show that is doing what you're doing and how you're doing it. So I appreciate that. <laughs> you sharing kind of well, what you're that, doing. That so tells me I'm on the right track. <clears throat> you're on the right track. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how do I invest? I've got, all, I've got all the market share right now then. <laughs> No, it's interesting what you're doing. I've, I've obviously had, you know, we have attorneys that we market for that, you know, they're like, Hey, we don't, if we get these leads we are fine, but they just, they just refer them. Like it's, I've seen firms actually go after certain stuff that they a hundred percent are going to refer a hundred percent of the time, but it's 30% for them free money. Right. So yeah. if they got the ability to, to do it and, but what you're doing is a completely different kind of concept. I think it's really cool. I've seen some of this stuff in, in kind of my space a little bit with in the agency world where there's other agencies that are like, they work and help other agencies that can't do stuff that they, they can do. Right. And so, uh, it's definitely something I've seen other places. One of the things that this is kind of a side, a tangent, but I heard you say something that resonated with me or that I'm familiar with. And you mentioned personal, professional, and financial goals. And I was wondering where that came from. Uh, it didn't come from me. That's for sure. Because when <laughs> I started this business. I had no clue what I was doing, <clears throat> but in, so we started the business in 2015, in January of 2015. And, you know, we were two wide eyed idealists that thought that just, you know, the, the world was our oyster. And then you realize that like, what is happening? Like you have no plan. You're just <laughs> doing stuff. And if you practice law and you do it enough, then you're just going to have a, a, a law firm, which is generally you just have a hobby. You don't have a business. So <laughs> finally, after a lot of struggles and realizing that there had to be a better way to do it, we hired a business coach in October of 2018. Okay. And that was the single greatest decision of my entire life. Just about, it just has helped us in so many ways because you can run a law firm just like Amazon, just like Tesla, just like any of these giant corporations because you just so happen to run a business that practices law. That's it. Attorneys are not unicorns. We are not special. 
we are just business people that happen to practice law. And once you start running your business like a business and have a business plan, a marketing plan, a sales plan, like you have everything mapped out in objective metrics that are quantifiable and that are reviewed and checked regularly, all of a sudden things become so much easier because now you <laughs> have a business and not a hobby. You're dead on. And I've had plenty of people on this show that, yeah, they're like, well, I, I went to law school, but I didn't learn how to run a business. No one teaches you that marketing. They don't teach you that. So yeah, you know how to do one thing is you're the technician. You're not a business owner at that point. And then magically you become this business owner. And I, I don't know how many prospects that, that come through my door meaning firms that want to work with us or potentially work with us. And it's a single attorney with one assistant who's been practicing for 30, 40 years and can't even have a meeting with me because they, their time and they're, they have to get on a phone call. They have to go to a case. And it's like, you're, you're never going to change at this point. That's too far gone, but it's, oh, I mean, that, that, that's the mindset. And that's almost the theme that is indoctrinated into many of us when we go to law school is, well, you just have to be a really good lawyer and you have to be really ethical and you have to be really knowledgeable but the vast majority of the problems with attorneys across the nation are because they don't have business sense and they're not making business decisions. It's like you said, they're just hopping from one fire to the next. And, yeah. and yeah. That, that's no way to live. Like you don't start a business to become a slave to your business. Like that's hundred <laughs> percent. You, you aren't a, a servant to your business. Your business needs to serve your personal, professional, and financial goals and help you get there and achieve that. But it's so many times it is the other way around in practicality. So it's actually interesting. Like we uh, right now we're doing this basically an exercise with some my leadership team. So we have a leadership team of, of certain folks on my team that we're setting individual, personal, professional, financial goals that they set for themselves that we are aware of that we can help them achieve because the business should help them achieve that just like it would help me and my partner and uh, and then on so on through the company as as we're able to get to everybody. But that's why I stopped you on that because I wasn't sure who you, who your coach was or for anyone listening, if you recommend a, a particular type of, of coach or uh, I always recommend a lot of groups on this, uh, like how to manage a small law firm or so, Atticus. So that, that's, that, that's who our coach has been. And yeah. I sing the praises of how to manage <laughs> a small law firm. We started off at the you know basic entry level. Stage one. I mean, yeah. And this year we're probably going to spend over $100,000 on different levels of coaching with how to manage and Vistage and you know a couple others because oh, it works so much and you never stop. You can't stop learning. And one of the things that you said, you know, you just magically all of a sudden arrive at entrepreneurship. Like it's work. You gotta <laughs> get there. So many people think it's magical, but like, you know, when I look at where I started and where I am and where we're going, it was really tough to get here. And the light at the end of the tunnel is so far away I can't see it. But I know that there are many steps along the way where it gets me more out of the business and on the business so that I can then be the visionary for where I see our company in 10, 15, 20 years, as opposed to, well, what client problem am I, deal am I dealing with today? Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, hundred percent. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. So how to manage a small law firm, anyone listening, or HTM as I call them now because I've been familiar with them for a while. Uh, we have a lot of clients that are members 
we actually meet with coaches like James's coaches for our meetings. CEOs, CMOs um, are usually involved with with us as the agency. So we've got to learn a lot about how they do things there. And and 100%. So me and my partner, we've been part of lots of different programs. We're in entrepreneurs organization, uh, other niche uh, masterminds for like agency owners. Join a group, even if it's local with other attorneys that are trying to grow in, in whatever you can do. Get outside of yourself because if it's just you, you go home, you know, my wife and kids, they don't run a business. I can't tell them about problems and things and, and see what they can suggest. My friends don't usually run business, so I can't share a lot of the stuff. You get into a training program or a coaching program. And then the other cool thing about HTM too, you have a peer group, right? So you have other attorneys that run their firms where you can say, hey, I got this idea or what did you do here? I have this problem and and you can share ideas. It's really powerful. Yeah. I mean, I think peer groups are so important just because, I mean, to your point, it's hard to find peer groups of business professionals because, you know, for me, I can go to a bar meeting several times a week. Like there are bar functions all over the place, but generally those bar functions, now they, they do serve a purpose. They are beneficial, but you also have to understand the context that they're beneficial for. They're not going to help you with business for the most part, because they're going to be like, this is the way that I tried this case. And this was this new novel argument or the, the court of appeals gave us this new brief. And we need to look at this new ruling and we need to look at it this way and do it this way because the statute changed. How to be a better lawyer. That That is the production of how to do the legal work. But if you ask those same people, well, when was the last time you took 30 day vacation with emergency access only and your firm still grew? And they're like, what, what voodoo are you talking about? And I, I won't talk. I won't talk financial numbers and revenue with you, and I won't share my secrets. It's like this is just business. Like it's just numbers and metrics. So yeah. there's certain level of finding that peer group where you can have those conversations and be received positively, as opposed to getting pushback. When you get pushback, it's like, nope, this isn't the conversation for me. <laughs> so when another thing I I do is uh again if we have a prospect, I can tell HTM members right away. And that's kind of what I was getting at with you. Uh, I have an interview sheet. So if, say a law firm's like, hey, I want to meet, maybe talk about marketing and see if you guys can help us. I go, I run them through an interview. I don't show them anything. I don't show them websites we've made or pricing. I interview them and ask questions. And it's, what is your revenue? What is your uh, each client average value worth? How many leads are you getting per month right now from all digital and you know every place? And I write down all the numbers. And then what's your revenue goal or sales goal for next month? Blah, 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 blah. Nine times out of 10, they have no clue about any of that stuff, even like their revenue for last year. It's like, you know, and I know they're not a fit for us at that point, but, yeah. and then I'll usually say, well, you probably need to look, you know, at this other solutions or whatever. If it's an HTM member, they're like just rattling off to like the, you know, what's your average client worth? Uh, $3,405. Like, oh, wow. Okay. So it's definitely a difference with the type of folks that in the kind of clients that I want know those numbers because they're, they're dialed in. And, and so you got to get, if you're listening right now, anyone out there, you need to know all that stuff off the top of your head. You're that dialed in that you know what's going on. Um, and places like HTM and these other groups will definitely help you with that stuff. So. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just like Shark Tank. I mean, every business that goes on Shark Tank, one of the first things that's the pitch is, all right, let's run through the numbers. And if you don't know your numbers, then you're just running your law firm and your business based upon gut and feel, which is subjective. When, if you run it by objective metrics, yeah. that makes things easy. You don't, you don't have to think it's just, this is the number. This is the goal. This is where we are. This is, we need to adjust something and then dive for it and figure it out. 
No, I love it. All right, well, let's move on. So marketing-wise, now you're not marketing to people getting hurt and, and trying to get cases that way. I assume you do come up and you have some SEO and you might come up anyway. You know, you can't really avoid that. But what is working for you well from marketing to like attorneys and getting in front of them? I know you're on this podcast and you've been on other podcasts. But what, what is really working for you uh, from a marketing perspective right now? The biggest thing when it comes to a B2B business, which is what we are, you know, business mm -hmm. to business, is you have to do business with people that you know, like, and trust. You, you have to be able to establish that. And the only way that you can establish that is by establishing relationships. I can't just, you know, get an email list of every single personal injury lawyer in Georgia and send an email. And then all of a sudden I'm going to get cases. Could it work? Possibly. But I mean, you're, that's effectively like a direct mail campaign where you're looking at for, you know, maybe two, one and a half percent open rate, if that. So you know, that's not going to work because they don't know me. So the biggest thing that we've been doing is just business development. You know, it's all about building relationships with other lawyers, finding out how I can help them. And then if I can help them, how our businesses can work together and just building that relationship. So, you know, going to lunch with attorneys, playing golf, you know, finding out what they like to do, going to different games, you know, it's all in that business development role so that I understand them, they understand me, and that we can work together towards a common goal of both benefiting our firms and our clients together. Uh, that makes total sense. Yeah. So I'm in B2B myself. So we've gone through the different gamuts uh, uh, in business where, you know, I've had a whole sales team, people calling and, and, and hitting up people and, and trying to bang the phones and, and try to bring in a law firm as a client like that is, is not impossible, but it's it's just not worth the effort. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I do much better building relationships, having conversations, the show here, having you on the show, talking to you, getting to know you, going well, to I mean, events, you, hanging you out got, with people. You've got you other know? things like the way a lot of law firms work is there's going to be a gatekeeper. Generally, I can't pick <laughs> up the phone and say, hey, I want to speak to the attorney or I want to speak to the owner. Like you're, you're going to have either one or two gatekeepers. So if you have a prospect, you got to figure out first, who's the first gatekeeper? How do I know them? What connections can I leverage to make sure that I at least get to know them in some way and then work your way up? But it's not just like you all of a sudden get access. You have to you know, work these levels to then get to the person that you want to speak to. Yeah, 100%. And, so, and these are big, you know, it's not like, you know, more like B2C where you're just kind of blasting out there. Like each attorney, I assume each firm that signs on with you is a, is a pretty good, this could be a big deal, right? So it's, you know, you sign up 100 a, a day, right? So it's. Yeah, no. I mean, so like, you know, our numbers this month, we need to onboard 49 cases. We're close to the end of the month and we're really close to that number. And we're on track to beat probably three or four over. So it's not about, you know, having a ton of law firms. Can I work with a ton of law firms? Absolutely. Because the more law firms I have, I can put people in pieces in place to then grow the different pods to make sure that, you know, our attorneys can support the level of cases that we have. That's an easy thing to do, but some firms send a lot, some firms send a little. So it's more about figuring out where they are and where they want to be and then working together to get all of us to that goal. That's awesome. So for, for anyone, you just cause since you are unique with your, your kind of model there. So we say, you know, we got a, we have personal injury attorneys right now in Georgia. Do you only work in Georgia? Or do you uh, handle other states at all? We, well, yes and no. So we work with other law firms from other states that have Georgia cases because, you know, there are law firms in Tennessee, South Carolina, Alabama, Florida, where, you know, the individual, the client, they may live, 
in a, that state, but the accident happens in Georgia. Got it. Whether it's, you know, they're going through vacation or work or any number of things. They come back home, they call the attorney that's in their local area, generally the way it works. So those law firms, at least in Georgia, they can work the case pre-litigation. And then if it doesn't settle, then they can bring us in and then we can work together with them to get the case into litigation and resolve. Got it. Excellent. Okay. Okay. That's, that's what I want to make sure. Now, um, those, Georgia right now, but we've got some pretty big plans as we scale up that we are going to go into other states and bring on other states that we can handle, you know, wholly like Georgia. Excellent. That's awesome. Got to have goals planned. Actually, we have a, a big attorney client of ours in South Carolina, not very far from you that I'll, I'll have to connect you with. So that's just over the line is probably a good opportunity. Yep. And my camera's going blurry. See, it happens every once in a while. Yeah. You talked about it. You said, you said it's going to happen. So. <laughs> I told you it was going to happen. Well, that's fine. Just, as long as we're focused on here, we're good. <laughs> so, I mean, everything you've said, I mean, I think is a huge takeaway for everyone listening, how to run a business. Your law firm is a business. You got to make sure you, you start getting in that mindset, do something about it. Look for help from others, coaching, HTM, other groups. There's also another new one that I just got introduced to, which is Atticus Advantage. Yep. I've heard of them. So I didn't even know about them, but there's so much out there or connect with James. I'm going to share his information here again in a second. And I'm sure he would love to you know, share that if, uh, you know, you're interested to figure out what he's done or what's worked for him. But yeah, you got you to run your firm like a business uh, all the way through. And if not, you're going to be just slaving away forever, trying to, you know, just your, make your money and, and keep your people employed. So definitely something you need to do. Also, there's a lot of good books out there. If you want to start small, Traction, amazing book, E-Myth, you know, basically like you mentioned Amazon. So like E-Myth is all about basically building your business as if you were going to franchise it. Not if you're not you're gonna franchise it, but say you want to have a law firm and you're gonna pop another one up on every corner and it's gonna run exactly the same as the one you have now. And so no, if you every, yeah. every business should do that. And yeah. the prime example is like, look at Subway. The subway that I remember from you know 20 years ago is the exact same subway today. So it works. And if yeah. you build your <laughs> law firm as a asset that can be sold outside of you then you have a business. But if the business is you, you're, you're never going to sell. You're never going to create an asset because the second you leave, the business goes away. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Business valuation. You know, like, well, if James leaves, the business goes under. I'm not paying you anything for that. You know, it's not worth it. Right. So um, you have to remove yourself. And the only way to remove yourself is to have all those things in place where it's not going to last very long. So yeah, we're, we're on the same pursuit, James. Um, we're doing the same thing with our business. So lots to do, so lots to learn, you know, but you can, like you said, that the tunnel, you can see the light, but it, you know, it's, it's a little dim right now, but you know, it's getting closer. <laughs> and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, you know, when we're planning, we're planning 20 years in advance. So that light is really far away, but there's a lot of cool things that are going to happen along that way. You got to enjoy the ride. Right. So I think, you know, it's, what's the saying? Like if it's all about the destination, you know, the ones that enjoy the ride, are the ones that are going to crush it. So, uh, yeah, enjoy what you're doing. I'll, enjoy I'll the challenges. I don't think that's exactly right, but I think that's all right. I think we can roll. I don't it. think that's exactly right at all, but <laughs> it's something like that. But you know, the, the, I guess the, the people that enjoy the, you know, the journey, you know, that, that's where you want to be. So uh, the challenges along the way, the ups and downs, the wins, you know, celebrate the wins for a minute, but then go on the next one. You know, don't settle. Well, James, anything else you'd like to share about yourself? Um, I definitely want everyone to take a look at your website. I like some kind of like your branding and like the cool, like you got the shirt with like the, the superhero and stuff like that. James has been on a lot of podcasts. I know he's kind of going that direction too with getting his name out there and getting in front of people, which I think is a great idea. So 
Yeah, I mean, I like to talk with as many attorneys as I can. So you know, there's a couple ways you can get in touch with me. Generally, two are the best way. First is go to the website, you know, 833-4-THE-WIN. It's our toll-free number. We have a lot of great resources for attorneys. We give away our complaints, our discovery, a lot of our templates, because especially in the personal injury world, a rising tide races all, all ships. So, you know, the more we can all grow together and do better, it's going to help. And then if you see our work product and like it and would like to work with us, then we can make that work as well. So, you know, website is the best way to get in touch with us, whether you want to go to that you know, particular web page or just reach out and contact us, get in touch with me, set up lunch. You know, we'll make it happen. Awesome. I know I, I need to do that once I come to Atlanta and not in the airport. Hey, we got, we got lots of options. <laughs> got some good food here. I like to eat. Oh, all right. I'm down. Well, James, thanks so much for sharing your story and, and kind of your approach to the business, which is like literally in line exactly what we are doing and, and how we do things here. I definitely want to hear, you know, more young people, young attorneys starting their own firms, hear this and say, yeah, I want to start on the right foot. You know, just because you're good at being an attorney or, you know, you don't know how to run a business. So get help from others. People have done it. It's no secret. There's, there's a way to do it and it works. You just have to you know, take that first step and gotta, gotta follow the recipe, follow the recipe. That's a good way to put it. So, um, James, thanks so much for sharing your story. Anything else you want to share or before we go? No, I mean, it's been, it's been great. I've had a wonderful time. And if anybody needs anything, you can get a hold of me. Otherwise, you know, maybe we'll do the podcast again and check in and see how things are going. Both of us. Absolutely. We'll see, uh, James will be in like three or four States. You know, we'll be, man, who knows where we'll be at that point. Um, no, Kevin, thank you very much. It's been great. I've had a good time. No, I appreciate it, man. All right. Well, everyone listening, of course, this podcast, uh, you can get it on every platform out there whether it's on iOS or uh, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, it's everywhere. Uh, we also will push this episode up live on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook. It's also on our weekly newsletter. It goes out every Thursday. So that goes out to 20-some hundred uh, attorneys. And so we'll feature James on an episode here coming out soon. But also you can go to thisisarray.com forward slash podcast, and you can go through that whole library. I've had, I think it's about 250 almost that are published and we actually have a backlog as well uh, so we're coming out with new episodes every single week you can filter by state and practice area so james in this case you could go georgia personal injury and see whatever attorneys and then you can email me and say hey kevin can you connect me with those attorneys no problem so, I, so it's a good resource that we're trying to build here and then if you need help or have any questions about marketing seo specifically and websites that's what we do is what we're best at if you want to outrank your competition we have the secret sauce. So if you have any questions about how we do that or want to take a look at what your site is doing or what could be wrong with it, happy to do that. Reach out to me. Uh, you can just go to our website, fill out a form or book me for a call. So that's all I got. James, thank you, sir. Yeah, no, it was a pleasure. All right. Well, uh, we'll chat backstage. Just stay on with me. Everyone else, have a great day. Hope you found this helpful. Take James's advice and start treating your business or your law firm like a business you'll thank you soon <laughs> and then and then call and thank him <laughs> bye everyone we've been recording this podcast free of charge for years hopefully you're getting amazing value out of it we don't ask for much but would you do us one favor would you tell just one person about this podcast if you get any value whatsoever all we ask and we'd greatly appreciate it is share the podcast with one person just like you